0: what's up everybody we're back today is not a review day today is just talking about what's going on in the f1
1: world bro industry news brother industry news yeah i th- kind of sound like blog boys you know what <laughs> it's the dark days or the dog days of f1 man it is
0: the dog days of f1 what's what race are you most excited for next year
1: i mean obviously the first race no
0: like what do you <laughs> like what race you can't wait to see like is it silverstone still
1: i think Silverstone's definitely on the list austin texas I'm I'm excited for Brazil again. I I love Brazil. I love Interlock. Brazil's a vibe just because the fandom for Lewis and the Senna vibes. And like, it's a
0: fast track. Fast, fast track.
1: Yeah, I mean, we saw what Lewis did this year. Yeah. This past year. So.
0: so it'll it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Where do we wanna start? We wanna start with Pros, or where do you wanna go with this? I episode?
1: think we should start with Alan Pross because his departure from uh Alpine is
0: You gotta pay respects he, to the four-time champ first.
1: He, got a You gotta pay respects, but it's kinda Red flags at Alpine.
0: Yeah, so we were gonna do a whole dedicated part on Alpine, but we're not doing that today. Let's talk about Alpine just in brief. Brief. Ta- um, let's talk about Alpine just briefly. They a had a win this year, which nobody expected. Nobody's predicting Alpine to get a win. Alonso had a podium, and they s- finished fifth. Like it was a good year. They for showed Alpine. really
1: good pace towards the end of the year.
0: Yeah. So, uh, do you think Alan Pross just had nothing to do with any of that? What do you think? What do you make of all the comments and all the news around it?
1: I think what companies and organizations forget is you want to bring in experience, but when you bring in experience, you bring in ego. And if you're not willing to actually listen and have any sort of dialogue with that individual, it's going to be messy. The problem with the Alan Pross and Alpine marriage is you're bringing in a four-time champ. He's in his mind. He will probably think there's certain ways to doing it and it's his way or the highway. And he left because he felt like he wasn't part of the decision-making process and that he was left out of a lot of things. So you can see how it almost looked to process if they just brought him in there to be like a little golden child or a little poster boy.
0: Yeah, it feels like he was just brought there to be like a figurehead,
1: kind of feels like. Yeah, like a puppet. Like, we're going to bring in Alan Pross, and hopefully that also shows stability, we're security, serious. long-term. It's going to bring in sponsorship dollars.
0: Yeah, my thing with the whole Alan Pross thing is like, He's known for being a very technical, intelligent driver, so it's like he has a lot of value in my opinion. So I don't see why they would not take in what he says. But at the same time, it's like he feels not respected. He's a champ. You've had your best year. Why are we shaking up the whole roster? They even got rid of Martin. Is their team principal or the CEO? It's the team CEO. Yeah, CEO. So it's like, what are we doing here? Like, I have so many questions for Alpine.
1: People do this. They bring people in to organizations just to be... It's, I know you said figurehead, but there's another word I'm looking for. They're literally just there for show. It's kind of like the Queen of England. It's like, yeah, you're just there as a, a puppet or just to look good on paper.
0: And we're not calling the Queen of England a puppet. By all means, we're just saying it's kind
1: of just a title. And Alan Prost is not that type of person. He, he definitely is not. You watch anything he says, he's definitely not. It also makes me wonder if... Does Alonzo and Pross get along? Ooh,
0: that's a tough one. I think they would because, I mean, he's... Alan Pross and Renault are kind of synergies with each other. And I think drove for Renault back in 2005, 2006, when they won back-to-back instructors championships, which we'll talk about a little bit, how Renault is taking credit for Red Bulls championships, which is absolutely <laughs> bullshit.
1: Yeah, it is. We'll get there. But I think that Alonzo... Is also a big personality. Like he's there not just as a driver. He's also a strategist, a consultant. He's really intelligent. When you his brand, you. Um, not Kamoa, <laughs> but I'm going to get to Kamoa. When you look at Alonso at Alpine, it's not a traditional driver team relationship. I mean, he commands the respect of someone
0: not as heavy as Lewis, but he commands like Sebastian Vettel type respect. He leverages
1: he, he leverages his deal to promote his clothing brand. I mean, that's pretty Probably in his contract, mm-hmm. um, I feel like he's part of a lot of the decision making. And the thing is, what I appreciate about Alonso is like he's still good. He's still good, but I wonder if Alonso and Pross were also butting heads. I don't think so, man. Like I mean, this is pure speculation, but
0: it had nothing to do with when you read a statement. The drivers, it was it had like nothing a management. To do with thing. The driver,
1: but then if you're Alonso, who has a lot of weight. With this organization, would you not feel slighted that he just left? For sure, but
0: you can't do anything. That I mean, you're contracted to this team, right? You can say as much as you can say, but then they—that's why I think Alpine's in the hot water right now. I, I think they have a lot of questions, and the and the biggest thing is like, yeah, I just don't like how they've revamped their whole team, and it's like the f- you are, we are both understand business. We've both run our own businesses. It's like. Stability is key, and especially when you're
1: growing. And you're coming off a great year with momentum. You, you should be continue. shaking things up.
0: Yeah, you should want to continue that momentum, which will bring to the next stage. This year, what we're talking about, like what happens this year? Alonzo has come out and said, Alpine has no excuse for not performing.
1: We've talked about teams that are going to level up, right? Ferrari's going to level up. going to we, we also said be Alpine better. would level up. We've said Alpine, but does Alpine compete for third and fourth?
0: No, not after this. I think their team, I said they level up on the last podcast, but I'm like, with all this going on, I don't even know what happens with Alpine.
1: I'd Do be they, surprised to finish six. I, so, after just looking at the turmoil, I wouldn't be surprised if they retract. I,
0: I, I know you say turmoil, and I'm, we're kind of along the same lines, but let's be clear with any of our listeners. We don't know what's going on
1: behind the scenes, but it just looks like it's not a good look but to us. But if you have a four-time champ, leave your organization. And you have your CEO
0: leave at the same time. And
1: not only does he leave, but he puts it on wax that he felt that he was literally just there to be there. Yeah, it was cute. So they didn't respect any, they didn't respect him and his time and they didn't take it seriously. So that has to beg questions. It's not like he was just any individual. We're talking 4 time.
0: I just have so many questions and they will be answered in next year. But my whole thing is, Four-time champ, as you just mentioned. And he's one of the most technical drivers. Like, it's well known that he was so good at the technical aspect of F1. If it wasn't for his technical aspect, Senna would have had more championships. Yeah, he was really good. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. But I think it's interesting that Alonso says they have no excuses this year because the salary cap has made them able to compete with the big boys. Who challenges them? You mean Alpine or the big boys? Alpine. I think Alpine's in the same position, but I think I think he'll be fighting more with Al this year. I really do. I, I can't see them still being good with so much changes because you know how it is. People want to say it's a race team, but at the end of the day, when you add a new CEO, he wants to bring in his own people. He wants to change a bunch of stuff. It's just it, the reality of the situation. It causes
1: disruption. It does, and it's like you have no time for disruption. No one can say that changing the most important decision maker on your team is not going to change anything.
0: Yeah, and, and you got to think about it. changes everything. Yeah, and you got to think about this too. It's like Alpine is the feel-good story. So why even b- bring bad press? Like, we shouldn't not be having this conversation right now. We should be talking about our next topic, which is their constructors' championships and what they take credit for. But it's like, why are we talking about this? You guys are supposed to be the, the upcoming team that's supposed to kind of go, go into the McLaren-Ferrari trajectory if we're talking about last year, like where you guys are... We can kind of compete with the big
1: boys, but we're a step ahead of the mid-pack. When I see staff turnover in the headlines, I normally don't pay that much attention to it. But when it's Alan Prost, I had had to stop and read and be like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And it's not like he's been in this role for long. Like, he was brought in recently, and I feel like it's just now turned.
0: Yeah, and the fact is, is they didn't handle it well, too. They were supposed to announce it together, and then he's just like, we didn't announce it together. It's like, It kind of wonders, is Alpine like a mom and pop (laughs) racing team? like, But they're still Renault. I know, but at the end of the day, is Renault still a mom and pop racing team? It makes you feel like that.
1: I just love this headline. Alan Prost says F1 team has no respect.
0: And that's crazy.
1: That right
0: there carries so much weight. I know, but let's be real. Alan Prost didn't have respect for people in his racing day. Alan was
1: (laughs) was different. I was not a fan of him personally. Although but you, I respect yeah,
0: the we, we do pay dues and give flowers where they're, where they're due. But um, next That's topic. Crazy, man. We talked about this on the pod, on Tuesday's pod, and you were like, 13 championships. I'm like, no, bro. Red Bull won those last championships. You said they won a championship in 2013. But we both found out, as we looked last night, that Renault takes credit for Red Bull's championships as a constructor.
1: As a constructor, yeah. Do you find that horse shit? I think it's, it's like, does Honda get a championship because Red Bull won? That's what I'm saying. Is that horseshit? I think you should give them credit, but they shouldn't get credited with a championship. No,
0: the constructor. I mean, technically, they are the constructor of the engine.
1: It's a I tough understand call. fundamentally why they're the constructor's championship.
0: But they're not. Red Bull is. It's Red Bull, Renault. It should not be Renault and Formula but One. The problem
1: group. is Red Bull and Renault are just the brand sponsor.
0: Yes, but it's still Red Bull's team with Renault's engine. It's not like Renault's it's people. be a very fine line. Yeah.
1: Because you can spin it both ways. I don't think, I think because Renault is also a, a team, they shouldn't take, yeah. It's so Mercedes like, 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 shouldn't take any credit if McLaren wins a championship. No, I agree
0: with you. So put it this way. I'll put it, put it in there this way.
1: Honda should get credit. No, Honda shouldn't get credit. They don't have a team. No, but they shouldn't get credit. Cause
0: I feel you get credit for being the engine supplier, but the constructors championship has aerodynamics, chassis, durability. There's so much other things that go into it. You're only one piece of the puzzle. So
1: why you get credit for being, maybe we make a new category called engine championship. Yeah, they should just be the engine champion. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have payroll, they don't have staff, they don't have all the rest of it. Yeah, they
0: don't. And you gotta think of this too, right? When you look at Wikipedia is where I found this out. (laughs) I'm not pretending to go through some massive database. It has Renault and Formula 1 and Renault F1 racing team. To me, that's just like, that's just fugazi. It's just fooling people.
1: I know, I'm looking at it. By engine manufacturer, the fact that Renault has 12.
0: Yeah, so, we, yeah, we, we don't agree with, with them having 12. Renault, as a racing team, has two. And that is Mr. Alonzo's doing. He, he took that team into a different level. Um, we'll move on to the next team. My favorite team. Mr. Uh, Zach Brown on McLaren He had a lot to say And there's a lot that came out of it So what do you want to unpack first on Zach's comments
1: I think the first thing I want to start with With Zach is He came out and pretty much Nipped in the bud All the speculation of them changing engines Like he's happy with the Mercedes engine They have that engine through to 2026 We don't have to worry about like Oh are they going to change to Audi Are they not happy with Mercedes Like he just Any sort of rumors of speculation killed
0: Yeah, so let's talk about that quickly. Should he be happy with Mercedes' engine? It's
1: durability? His statement put no doubt. No, I know
0: that, but I'm saying, should he be happy? I know it's one of the best engines. It's the best engine. But it's like, it's durability. Like, you saw its issues with durability. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't want to maybe... I mean, he's contractually obliged, so he can't just swap if he wants. But I'm surprised he's just completely happy with it.
1: Yeah, I mean... He said, not only is he happy, but they're a great partner. They're a great partner. And he said, even though that they're not Mercedes and they're the customer, they're still very happy.
0: Yeah, I will say this too, right? Mercedes seems like a brand that holds itself to a very high standard. And that's obviously being reflected in Zach's comments. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to switch either, even if they had durability issues, because it's one problem. If Mercedes is a great partner to work with, that means that you can probably contact them anytime they'll work with you. They give you the fastest engine on the track. I'd probably be completely happy to looking back on it.
1: And to be honest, where else are they going to go if we're not talking to? And the thing is, if Audi comes into this or the whole Volkswagen group comes into it, it's not like they're going to have a great engine out the gate. You need years of R&D.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that um, you can study engines. I'm, I am I'm not worried about the engine. I'm more worried about aerodynamics and stuff, if I'm being honest, long term. I think engines come and go,
1: right? I think I think that you can develop the a competitive technology engine. The engine, I mean, Ferrari has got this new combustibility. I'm pretty sure thing those are accessible. About, like, I don't even. There is technology that is obviously going to advance your engine.
0: And I agree, but I'm saying like I think you can build a competitive engine. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of the work comes in the wind tunnels and stuff. That's just my opinion. That's not facts.
1: So you know, this year, removing the barge boards and all this stuff to make the car more about driving skill. Yeah, Do you believe that?
0: I mean, this is one of our
1: topics. It makes me hope it is that way. They said with the new front, the removal of barge boards, that you the can car follow. is going to be harder to drive. Yeah, and you can follow. So is the car actually going to be harder to drive? Well, I mean, every driver on the circuit
0: says that it's very difficult. I mean, this can bring us into, we can merge this topic in. So Pirelli said their new wheels are a success, basically. I'm paraphrasing. So some of their statements behind it was they wanted a wheel that they can drive harder on. So everything points to F1 making it a more raceable sport where it's not just like, okay, car dominates and no shade to Lewis Hamilton, but that's been his, that's what everybody said this whole time, but you got to be a great racer to win. So I'm not throwing any shit at him, but a lot of people feel like it's a car that did all the talking.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately that is always going to be the knock against his entire Dynasty of a run Is Oh he had the best car
0: Yeah but he smoked Bottas For four years and I mean Of Yo, course Uno.
1: You need a partner And is They were the best constructor
0: Yeah he smoked Bottas For four years in a row And he beat Nico Two
1: out of three years So I'm like He He's what He's Seven for eight and Against his teammate Let's just call it How it should be He was just laps away From an eighth
0: Yeah But he's seven and eight Against his teammate And that is the biggest Measure of success So Knock him all you want. He's still a great driver. I will say this, though. You know my stance. I elevate Schumacher because he built a team from Yeah, of course. I'm with you on that. I elevate Schumacher a little bit more because of that, but I don't take away from Lewis. But,
1: you know, that's why it's hard to say who's better. Schumacher built Ferrari, right? However... He built Ferrari when they were down. He didn't build Ferrari. And with Lewis now, (laughs) Yeah, I think Lewis coming back and winning eight will also settle a lot of conversation i think
0: it will because if lewis can transition through this era because he went through the turbo hybrid era he obviously went through the era just before he got there i mean just before we switched to the turbo hybrid era and he goes through this new 18 inch wheel era i don't think you can really debate it michael was very dominant in two two eras when he was at benetton and then he moved to ferrari if lewis can dominate through three, three eras man it, it's lewis for me until he wins number eight i'm not ready to call him the goat. but he's he's definitely up there like you can go either way My argument for Michael is he helped build the team. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So we'll go back to Zach, and it kind of ties in with Lewis. He says that Lewis may not come back and no one should blame him, but he thinks that he'll return because of the racing passion inside of him, I guess. I think everybody's along that line. I think they don't think that uh, Lewis will let an incident like this be the reason why he walks away from the sport. He'll walk away from the sport because
1: he feels like it. Yeah, but we've both said on here, like, The racing passion, what else does Lewis have left to prove? Like, Lewis can probably walk away from the sport and not be bothered.
0: I hear you, but if he didn't have any desire to race anymore, why would he put off those stellar
1: four four races or five races? That's why I think it's so clear that it can go either way. Like, Lewis is not going to be bummed if he retires, and he's not going to be bummed if he returns.
0: Yeah, but Zach was more saying he can't see him retiring off an incident because he still showed that he has
1: a a burning desire to race. I think it's... A lot easier for someone like Zach Brown to say that, as opposed to the driver who is who was betrayed by the sport. Like I looking at it from the outside. And again, Roman Grosjean, who is who was an F one driver, his comments he's disgusting are blasphemy. He's disgusting. Roman Grosjean, like I do not even I can't even call you a racing driver. I can't either. When you have the the white lines robbed from you, it, it, it's
0: really bad. But yeah, I mean, we won't talk about it too much, but. I think it's interesting that Zach Brown,
1: because he's obviously knows Lewis and he thinks that he's returning. I think Lewis is is coming back because Mercedes has been posting a lot about Lewis. Yeah.
0: I mean, they posted the good morning with a yeah, Lewis. And wave. it's like,
1: you don't do that unless you know he's coming back. And or you have a very good feeling. He's and returning. they have insight. Obviously, Toto's talking to him. Yeah. Toto talks
0: to him probably every day now. He's probably no longer hurt by it. He just wants to see action. Um, how do you feel about the no sprint races? Because. Oh teams are God. holding FIA oh, so, hostage. What
1: te- some teams want $5 million?
0: Yeah, it's, it's actually Come absurd. On.
1: Come on. They already get, what, 2.25 total. Is that what they get for the sprint? I didn't really it's see like that. It's like $500,000 plus an additional 100, $150,000 per race, and there's six races. I mean, unless you have a major accident, that seems like it covers all the costs for me, to be honest with you. The small teams are saying it's not fair if they give teams $5 million because then they're just going to spend it on Making themselves better. Yeah, but
0: you get five million dollars too.
1: Um, yes, but they the small teams complained was the five million benefits the bigger teams more than benefits. No, teams.
0: no, 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 no. Let, 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 let I'm not saying you're wrong, but no, like if you have the budget, it's the same amount of money.
1: Yeah, like uh,
0: here here here's my thing. I understand what they're saying. They're trying to say, well, if they have the resources. Five million to them is nothing because they're spending excess of the of. 180 million before we put in the salary cap but if you're trying to be a competitor if you're fighting for a championship if you can't muster 5 million in sponsorships to be competitive when the theoretically we don't know but the playing field should be even right now right that's what yeah, that's what, that's it's, what, not. what it's, it's not but as as even as it'll ever be it'll never probably hit this point where it's as even as, as it is heading into 2022 I just think
1: it's a sport that's not really transparent
0: I hear you it definitely isn't. I mean, the
1: FIA in Abu Dhabi, we don't talk about at dinner, like the post they made. But <laughs> Yo, um, <laughs> the thing with the sprint races is it's, prob- it's very probable that they won't happen now because it's going to go to a vote. They need to give a and million. And the drivers are split and the teams are split. And it needs to be eight to two from what I saw. Yes. So they're not gonna,
0: Bro, they're not going to win. It's so bad for the sport, though, because the sprint races obviously brought in higher viewership and higher money.
1: I personally love the sprint race. You don't love it, bro. It's what cost Lewis the championship. <laughs> yes, when we broke it down. But the sprint race is so entertaining.
0: I know. It hurt me, bro. Because if there's no sprints, Lewis would be your champion.
1: Yeah, all he needed was just a few. one more point, man. And then he
0: could have drove aggressively and put exactly. Max and the drivers in, in, the, in the back seat. Um, But yeah, it, let's not even talk about the sprint race. What is wrong with these teams demanding $5 million? Even if you get into one accident in the sprint race... Bro, that is a million dollars. That's what Max's car costs to fix that car. I think $2 million is absolutely the tops, depending on how many sprint races are added. What and do you the, think? Wh- I don't think F1 needs
1: to give them more money, man. Like, Well, 20, you need
0: to compensate them per race, which I think they're doing already. They do. Yeah,
1: 500K up front and 150K per race. Yeah, so what are we talking about here? So a couple teams, one in particular, wanted a $5 million budget cap increase, which is just ridiculous with no rational okay. facts behind it. That's Who's what Zach team? Brown said. They, the team's not disclosed. no 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 no. Who is the team? Red Bull.
0: I'm going Red Bull to Christian Horner's be like, "Did you see what happened to Checo? Checo spun out. We need extra money." I'm definitely
1: going to Red Bull as well. Red. Listen, we talked on the Ferrari pod about what happened in 2019 led to dud. That's because Red Bull was crying to the FIA. Yeah, and Red I can't Bull be- is always
0: crying. And I can't believe he said that. Mercedes looks desperate. Like, bro, you are the one that looks desperate at all times. Have you taken a look in the mirror, Christian Horner? You're the one that's always whining to the FIA about Lewis's wing or their new engine. Where did all their power come from? Like, Mercedes filed the complaint because rules were broken.
1: Transitioning into Red Bull. When he said it's desperate. You just want to smack him. And I hope he falls on his sword so badly with that comment. I,
0: I would never hit Christian Horner, but I just want i just want to smack him in that moment. I really want to just smack him. Back. Christian, wake up, bro.
1: What's desperate?
0: Red Bull, staying on that topic, they made Mr. Dan Fallows a whole legal battle. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Everything that Red Bull does just shows that they are a very bitter organization. They're immature. The way they handle things. Someone wants to leave the organization. They will take you to court with the non-compete clause. They will make your life miserable. It's like, it's enough, man.
0: Yeah, I, my whole thoughts on it is like... It all stems from Christian. Yeah, I want to say that, but I, I kind of think it stems from Marco. Well,
1: Marco's just the wingnut. <laughs> Crazy wingnut, bro. Yeah,
0: so think about this, right? Let's let's talk about it. We obviously know it's a, it's, it's a sport at the end of the day, right? It's competition. But it's like, why are you holding up a guy that's not even going to give his all? Like, think about... For, yeah, because for April, them, it's
1: all just about, okay, fine. We're going to make you work out... The next two months and you're going to be miserable and we yeah. don't care if you do nothing but we're going to make it miserable for
0: you yeah they should have just said they made him sign a non-disclosure agreement up until april why even make him work
1: yeah because they want him to come in every day yeah it's they're like mean, bro i don't really like red bull again <laughs> they have such a cool marketing play christian But christian like- horner gives the red bull brand a bad rap because they're a cool brand but their antics and behavior in f1 it just makes it very difficult to, to like them. To be a fan. I don't I don't even know why I'm, they're... I think they're a Red Bull fan solely on the play that Red Bull's cool. And two, people like Max Verstappen. If Max Verstappen left today, how many fans
0: would you think would stay? Like 30% of their bro, fan base? Ain't nobody staying for Christian and Checo.
1: I like Checo. I'm a Checo fan. I mean, fan. there's some Mexicans that <laughs> yeah. are going to stay there, but that's about it.
0: I'm a Checo fan, though, bro. I'll say that. I like Checo. If Christian Horner left, I'd be cool at Red Bull.
1: Bro, Red Bull's just mean. But... Did, Red Bull cries about everything. They obviously don't... Like, they're mean to their employees. Yeah, you got to think about that. Like why? And think about this. Why is he leaving? And if you didn't want him to leave... You just won the driver's championship. Why are you leaving? The thing is, if they didn't want this guy to leave, then they should have maybe paid him more. Give him what he wanted. Exactly.
0: I mean, he did lead the aerodynamics in your car. I feel like working
1: for Red Bull is, like, very cold.
0: Yeah, let's talk about it, right? This guy won a championship with you, and then he just turns around and wants to leave. And it's not like he's going to Mercedes;
1: He's going to, like, Aston Martin. I'm sure Lawrence Shaw paid him a bag. But still, it's like, why would you want to go to Aston Martin? That just shows you, okay, one factor, it's got to be the money. But the second factor is... He obviously wasn't happy at Red Bull.
0: Yeah, I look at it this, too. Maybe Lawrence Stroll has sold everybody that they're going to be the next great team, which is fair. I mean, I oh, don't buy it. He's
1: brought in people from every which team.
0: Yeah. But I look at it this way, too. It's like you just don't show that you care about your employees because if you want to leave,
1: then let them leave. Who cares if you bring some information about your aerodynamics? Like this happens in every industry. Yeah, it happens in every industry. And F1 Let's not kid ourselves. This is like the rotating wheel of people. Like, everyone goes from team to team. Like, it's pretty obvious. And I feel like when you talk about other professional sports, if someone wants to leave, they
0: just terminate their contract and say, we don't owe you anything. If you really want to leave, go ahead.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Red Bull and Porsche. How do you feel about that? What do those couple words mean to you?
1: I think Red Bull is are dumb for not trying to find a way to continue on with Honda. And trying to go in-house is not going to work the way but they they're want. They're not it. going house. They're going to bring in Porsche. It's so stupid. Exactly. <laughs> so but Porsche is not going to be in right away. It's like this next year, I think Red Bull screwed. They're going to have a bad engine. I don't engine, think they'll have a bad engine. And it's not going to be reliable. No, bro. Th- let's be fair. They still
0: have Honda's expertise. It's still Honda has left F1. They haven't left Motorsport. And they still have dedicated employees for Red Bull. I don't think much changes. I just don't think they can continue to grow. That's what I think. I think they stay where they are in terms of their engine doesn't really elevate. They better do a hell of a job on the car. That's my opinion. Hmm. You still have Honda employees, bro. It's hard to say that they'll have a bad engine. And they get to... You got to think of this too, bro. They get to keep that engine. Remember, engines are frozen this year. You have to stick with this engine, like Mercedes is still sticking with the engine. Red Bull sticking with the same engine. It's all bodywork.
1: Yeah, it's just really Ferrari that came with the with the. But they year. but they
0: put it in before two thousand twenty two yeah. kicked in, right? They put it in, I think, around Mon- right after Monza. So,
1: well,
0: I don't know, man. I, I think, I think, it's stupid for Porsche. Why don't you just enter with your own team? You guys are Porsche. It's not like you guys are like McLaren, where you sell a couple exotic cars. You guys are the pre. I'll say this. I have no facts. The premium luxury car in terms of mainstream, because Porsche is like the top of the top when it comes to luxury cars that you can see anywhere. Like when you talk about Ferrari, those are exotic cars you're not going to see everywhere. You'll see Porsches everywhere.
1: Yeah, but I think people underestimate like Porsche is part of Volkswagen Group, bro. Yeah, but it's still... Volkswagen Group has more power than McLaren and mercedes like that's a good point volkswagen group sells the most cars in the world Yes, right great point. they own freaking like bentley like lamborghini volkswagen group is the biggest car group in the world if they came into the sport mercedes would be in trouble yeah i mean
0: i think any constructor would be in trouble i mean it depends on how much they, they would want to invest but why Bro, would you want to join if you're audi porsche?
1: bentley ducati jetta bugatti lamborghini porsche all the volkswagen cars yeah it's crazy so why, like, why does Red,
0: why would Porsche even want to enter with Red Bull? It's so weird. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. Like,
1: it's just stupid. Very, very interesting. And I think that um, Volkswagen Group sees the the opportunity, and they definitely want to be in because they just want to amplify their brand.
0: Do you think that for them, it's about jumping in as an engine constructor and feeling your way through F one before they make a serious commitment? I think so. Yeah, that would make sense. So let's talk about the fun topic today: driver salaries.
1: Yeah. I got a fun topic after, but Okay, no,
0: hit us with your topic first. We thought driver salaries after.
1: So I just wanted to bring this up because we did touch on Stroll. And Lance. (laughs) I wanted to uh, just say this. You can't ever underestimate a billionaire. If someone's a billionaire, they're extremely successful. I agree. So they obviously have had success in their life. Yeah. And I'm like, why is Lance uh sorry, Lawrence different than Gene Haas. Why is he different, tell me. Well, one's a billionaire and one's not. Yeah, but here's my thing. Gene Haas is not a billionaire. And Gene Haas got screwed over royally by the one and only, and we gotta do a pot on him, Mr. Bernie Ecclestone. Yeah, okay. Bernie made Gene Haas commit a billion dollars to F1 over four years. I hear you. And Gene Haas had to use his company to pretty much pay everything. Listen, I hear you, bro, and you
0: make very valid points. It's fair, but you gotta forget one thing: Lawrence
1: Stroll's hosing his son that doesn't even belong in an F one c Yeah, of I've course, been. that's just delusional. Yeah, so it's like it's dumb. But I just want to make the point because Bernie screwed over Gene so fast. Yeah, like Bernie's corrupt. Bernie is like, you
0: know that meme of of the the. the older Caucasian man, and they're like memeing a guy that thinks he did something and he's like a skinny little Frenchman
1: man he looks evil as hell
0: (laughs) and they say (laughs) they thought that they could do this and they're all laughing that's what Bernie Ecclestone does to everybody he's like you thought you were entering F1 well I just gouged you for all your money bro oh
1: Bill yeah Bill that's a lot of money I didn't even know this by the way I had no idea I'm gonna send it to you it's just like Bernie Ecclestone, man, it's crazy, bro. I, I said he's French. He's actually from the UK. He just looks French.
0: It's crazy, bro. He he he's he's just crazy.
1: So let's talk about our driver salaries. Anything that really stuck out to you, man? Drivers, if you're not like Lewis, Max, Fernando Alonso, Vettel, like Ricardo, you ain't making a lot of money, bro.
0: Hey, bro, hey. Let's let let let's. We'll get into that. But Fernando Alonso, almost 18 million a year, and Danny Rick,
1: <laughs> those two. Danny yo, Rick gets a bag, bro. 16, Danny Rick right? is at 13
0: million euros, Oh, thirteen. Oh, 13. Yeah, but, like, for Fernando Alonso at 17.5 million euros. And they all live in Monaco. Doesn't that burn your soul that they get no taxes? Like, not at a hater, but it's just like, yo, we get charged taxes out the bum out here. Yo, the, the Monaco <laughs> play is clutch. How much are the Ferrari drivers getting paid? Well, Charles makes 10.5. And it says Sainz makes 8.5. 8.5? 8. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they're, like... I mean, the list really shrinks off at Williams and Alfa Romeo. Which are all one ones, right? No. So, Gasly's at 4.5. Alex Albon commanded a bag. 2 million.
1: He got the double,
0: eh? I think his contract was... They took over his contract from Red Bull. That's what it kind of looks Bro. like.
1: Bro, George's getting a nice little pay raise.
0: George got 4.5 million, yep. He definitely living a different lifestyle now. He went from 1 million... I think it was like 900 euros. Yeah. 900 million euros. He and Forexed. Yeah. He, he, uh, that's five times. Yeah. He's five times his money. But like Lance Stroll gets 8.5 million euros a year. What are we talking about?
1: Like yeah, think about funny, it. Man. Bro, we,
0: bro, why don't you just give your son a million dollars and give him 8.5 off the off? He's off been the on bus. a million for a while. I'm surprised it's up to eight. Bro, that's not even the point. Why would you want to tax your son money? Son, I'll not give you a million dollars in salary. I'll give you 7.5 million in pure cash where so I don't have to pay tax on that.
1: Different. Like,
0: what? Let's talk about
1: what in the world makes him earn $8.5 million a year? He definitely does not command that. George bro. is getting four and a half, bro. I bet
0: you George has a bunch of bonus incentives, which Max has too. Max is up to almost 35 with winning the championship. So Max is right there with Lewis bro, when he wins. But-
1: just, it's crazy that Lance Stroll is close to Sebastian Vettel in salary. It's not crazy. It's 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 obscene. It's madness. Bro. Bro,
0: he didn't he didn't make it out of Q3 like four out of five weeks in a row. Like in uh, f- five weeks he didn't make it out of Q3 a Q one sorry at a four like four out of five weeks like bro what are we talking that's about? Crazy.
1: At least I'm surprised to see uh Velcher got a little pay raise at alpha did he? No, Valtry was making like close to ten, wasn't he? He was eight and a half, and he went to ten. No, he's at eight and a half here, isn't he? He's at ten. Oh shoot. Yeah, I mean, Valtry commands that money. Like, if- the thing with F one. This is why I said earlier the sports not transparent because I'm looking at something that came out today, January nineteenth, twenty twenty two, and I've got Lance Stroll at ten million. You've got him eight and a half.
0: No, that's euros. Oh, I'm looking at USD. Yeah, I'm looking at euros. Okay, so that's that's probably the difference. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so, gotcha. but yo, eight point five euros for Valtteri. I get it. He's a constructor champion. Like he he commands that because he's actually shown. Although we've been hard on Valtteri, he's shown he's a legit driver on the grid. He's just not world championship com- material. But Lance Stroll,
1: I'm shocked. I can't believe Stroll because Stroll was never paid like that, and now the fact that I see him at eight and a half mil. It's not even the eight and a half
0: mil. Dad, give me a million dollars on my salary. Pay me off on the side, bro. You don't get taxed. Save your money, daddy. That's what he should be saying. Bro, Yuki is not even at
1: point seven five USD.
0: He's at point seven five. Yeah, he's at six hundred K six hundred thousand Euros.
1: Yo, Yuki, man. He's the lowest paid.
0: Yeah. Max's contract is almost thirty-five with bonuses, which is which is quite a bit. I mean, for someone that never won up until this year, he was paid quite a bag.
1: Yo, Latifi's been on the one for a while, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's, I tweeted about it, and I don't think... I think Latifi's going to get a run for his money in Albon first year in his car. I really think that. Joe
1: on the one makes sense. Nikita Mick both on one.
0: Bro, I can't believe Albon gets two. They
1: I didn't even sure. pay George two. You know what it is? It's because he probably... They, they probably took it into they inherited his Red, Red, Bull, Red Bull salary. No,
0: yeah, yeah, they inherited it from what it looks like. They've inherited his Red Bull contract,
1: so... I mean, you can't get mad at that, but the fact that they're paying two million dollars to a test driver—to be honest—if I was Lando, I'd feel bitter. I'm like getting underpaid, bro. Charles makes more. Sainz makes more. Rick, Dan- yeah, but Ricardo makes three times. Yeah, you gotta look at this though.
0: I mean, Lance did lock in this year. He's kind of dumb for that. Maybe, he, maybe he wanted long-term security. If
1: Daniel Ricardo is three x what I'm making, I'm mad because I'm better. And they say he's locked into 2025, and that's disgusting. Yo, the fact that Danny Rick's still getting paid like a championship driver is just it's
0: too much for me. I love the fact that Charles locked in at $12 million USD. It's a 10-year deal, no? No, he locked in. It's like a four-year deal. It's the longest deal a Ferrari ever gave but uh, for a young driver, I assume. But it's $12 million USD off to 2024. You secured yourself a bag, and you haven't done anything yet. Like, you, yeah, you've done something, bagged. but you haven't done. done it, it feels like he got the Danny Ricardo treatment on that one. He did. How do you feel about Danny's salary? Like obviously we just talked about well, I don't be hating. Like, when does this when does the money stop raining in for Danny Ricardo? When
1: do people stop over? He is overrated. Bro, didn't he get like $30 million a year from Renault? Yeah, he was getting stupid money. Not 30, but it's just like I think it was like in US. This guy's won seven races, bro. Eight. Because he won this year. It's eight. It's eight. (laughs) Honestly, I love Danny Rick, the charisma, the personality, the dry sense of humor. I love him, but Come on, man. I'm just double checking. Okay, sorry, I was wrong.
0: Seven? 17 million per season. That's what Renault paid him.
1: Yeah, bro. And,
0: and you know yeah. what? I echo everything you said. Like, come on, man. Like, really, 13 million, 13 million euros a year? Like, that's insane. But think about this. I love it. And I hate Christian Horner, what he said, can you even afford to run your team after they paid Danny Ricardo and drive to survive? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you actually afford him? I mean, he hasn't done anything. I don't know why he's going
1: to get I, so much money. I am still confused. I might have to go back and just kind of really educate myself on Danny Rick. But what has Danny Rick done in the sport? I mean, he's always been a really good young talent. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, think about this. those coattails hard. Think about this,
0: right? In 2014 is when he was a young guy, right? That's yeah. when Mercedes took over their turbo
1: hybrid dominance. So it's like Yo, bro. maybe people just don't think he's Danny had a Rick, shot. Danny Rick, 32. I'm a really good young talent. He's riding that out, bro. He is writing that out. He's stretching it. Oh, I could probably get a 33 with it.
0: Bro, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna go back. To, are we going back to Euros or are we going back to the US? Because we won't. I honestly talk like don't
1: them. care. I'm just dying at the Danny Rick high because he cons people. So the Seb deserve the fifteen million a year. Yeah, he's a four time champ. Yeah, you have to command that, right? Like Listen, you can What was Kimmy getting paid? Like eight? I don't know. We yeah, should check like, that. Kimmy was getting paid eight or ten
0: at alpha, like Bro, the thing I love the most is Yuki doesn't even make a million dollars. Well, while the Haas drivers do. <laughs> I love that because Yuki is so much better than um, Mazapin. I don't know about Mick, but, like, he's shown he's way more competitive. Yo, I-, I think it's hilarious. It's crazy. Kimi's uh, final salary was $5 million. At Alfa Romeo. Yeah. So they probably paid, I want to say what well, they paid Giovanas. Yo, we got to do it one time for the pod. R- Rest in peace to F1, Giovanas.
1: Yo, Gernat! I love Gernat. Uh, yo, Kimi was on uh, ten, bro. At Ferrari, at Alfa Romeo. What was it? Was he at Ferrari? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't so
0: he, they just made, basically transferred their the ten million to a different Finn. Yeah, they went from one to the other. They <laughs> went one, to the
1: lesser of the two. The
0: lesser of the two, for sure. I, I mean, the lesser of the two. I mean, Kimi squeaked at one. I respect that. Bro, the championship Yuki card.
1: last year three hundred and sixty k euros. Damn. Yo, Red Bull
0: probably said to him, like, yo, if you want to drive for us, we're going to bend you over and take you for a ride. Well, you know what? To get a seat in F1, I'm taking it. I don't know, bro. You're, like, I, I think you do, but think about it. He's paid less than almost a third than all his other counterparts. That That's like highway we need to robbery. Get the, we
1: need to get the scoop on the F2 salaries.
0: Yeah, but think about this, though. Gasly's being paid, like, $5 million a year. That's Gasly, probably from his Red Bull contract.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Gasly, I think... That's right about right. You think he's George Russell territory, even on a small team? Like when you
0: balance out the economics, Mercedes
1: is always like you look at Valtteri's contracts. Mercedes, they were always like he finally just got to eight million last year.
0: Yeah, but but I'm more saying like,
1: do you think that's fair? Like, because he's in he's in a sister team, right? It's definitely not. It's definitely not fair because he's racing for a smaller budget team. It's it it, salary is always interesting because why is George paid less than? like pierre why is he paid less than lance just because he's a new driver no no i think that's fair but i'm saying like salaries are just interesting any logical sense
0: like mercedes should at least pay george like i think like eight million
1: euros he should be they in should like have t- paid him what they paid valtteri yeah i, I feel like you they, know
0: what? he's a young driver i get it i hope his contract escalates if he but then again
1: you just never know the intricacies of these deals I I, I promise you, George. Clouded.
0: I promise you, George has a 10 million world championship kicker in it. I promise you, he has some stupid kicker. Oh, like he probably got big kickers. Yeah, he if he hits like second in the constructor championship, he probably boosts him another couple million dollars. I'm sure if he does well, he'll get up to 10 million dollars this year. He'll hit Valtteri if he hits performance. He
1: gets, he'll give Valtteri money. Yeah. I think
0: he'll give Valtteri money if he hits performance levels. Um, the last thing is is we talked about Zach Brown quickly, but how did you feel about his comments on how? F1's really dumb because I have Team A, Team B, and Team B just feeds
1: Team A. You read that much? You mean like how Red Bull has Alpha Tori? Yeah, and like... Well, McLaren has nobody.
0: Yeah, Exactly, but I'm saying there will never be real competition because Team I A and Team B. I,
1: I don't think teams should be allowed to have two teams. I don't think they should have a sister team either. Alpha Tori should be independent. It should. Be I independent. hate the fact that it's kind of like two Red Bull teams. It oh. fell at times, those two Red Bull teams against Mercedes. Don't worry, Pierre's going to tell you, Max. Pierre <laughs> will tell you. If and that's the thing, like it's not really, I, I would I would have died if Pierre just break tested Max. Even like the whole Mercedes Williams thing, like like no, let them but, be but, independent. No, but they're not, but they're not dependent, bro. It's not a sister team. Williams is not a sister team, but they're a quasi sister team. No, they're not. Why did it make sense for George just to leave Williams for the Secure Grand Prix? Because it's one race. They probably paid him. They probably said, hey. Hey, Williams, we'll give you $100,000. That is why the sport is just so crazy, man. But, like, I mean, he is their reserve driver. That's what it is, bro. Remember reserve driver contracts. I I know, but just think about fundamentally how it makes sense. Imagine you are the Golden State Warriors, and someone's like, yeah, we just need Steph to come. It's a
0: little different, bro. There's only two drivers, bro. If a driver gets sick, you can't compete. If someone gets sick on a team of twelve, you can still compete, bro. Like, there's there's a handful of talent. Yeah, there's only a handful of talent, but I don't th- I don't consider Williams a sister team for
1: Mercedes. I they're, really don't. they're not, but there's definitely some quasi.
0: There's ties, but I mean, like, just like there's
1: Ferrari ties. Red with Bull, Alfa-Mero. obviously, it's not. I don't think that's fair to have. Literally, it is their team. They legit have a sister team. They're they're the only one with a legit sister team.
0: And I mean, Ferrari has quasi sister teams yeah. with Alpha and Haas because mixed tie and obviously Mero. But
1: Red Bull has a legit sister team. Shouldn't be allowed. I I don't think it should be allowed either. That's where Volkswagen Group should come in. You have a Porsche and Audi and be sister teams? No, just Volkswagen Group's one super team. But
0: they keep talking about they want to bring in Porsche and Audi. It's going to be one team, though. It's kind of dumb. And let's not
1: talk, like, you can't forget. Ford's coming, bro. Ford has a rich history in F1. Bro,
0: I don't care about Ford.
1: You know they have a history. They have won constructors. I don't care about Ford. They have championships.
0: They have no business being in Ford until it's big in America. It's coming. It is coming.
1: Listen, Gene Haas is looking.
0: Shout out to F1 for doing the Miami uh, F1 in schools. I appreciate that. I want to see more Americans love F1. Any last words before we sign out?
1: Any last words before we sign out? Um, Alpine, you're an idiot. Should never. Have, wow. Should <laughs> never ever... I was not expecting the that. way that this escalated with Mister Pross. Bad news. You may look dumb in twelve months if they're like third. They ain't gonna be third. They're going backwards.
0: Okay. My last words is eight point five million euros to Daddy's money. <laughs> Does he ever lose the name Daddy's money from this podcast? after no, found he's Daddy's salary? money
1: forever. I've jumped on the train.
0: We've jumped on the train. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Yo, Australia, we see you. You guys are bumping us, so we appreciate it. We appreciate everybody that's tapped in. The US, Australia, France, everywhere. Make sure you guys tap into our, our Instagram page, Title League. You guys can hit us up. Any DMs, any questions we'll answer. We just love F1. We love content. And we'll bring it to you every single day on race days and twice a week during the offseason. So catch you guys soon. Peace.